sharing little things like that actually can help teachers develop a deeper, closer relationship with their students because now the student will see you as not only just a music teacher, but they'll see you as a mentor, a a guide, and they will perceive you as somebody who can be a role model to them. And when they look at you, they're going to be like, oh, she is or he is thriving and successful and she's doing so amazing at her age like I can't wait to be like her or him. Welcome to the Teach Music Online podcast where we help music teachers thrive. I'm Carly Walton, your host, and on this podcast we discuss marketing strategies, tech for online teaching, mindset for growth, course creation, and so much more. No matter where you are in your journey, here you'll receive weekly inspiration to boost your studio success. Thanks for joining me. This is a very special episode and we cover some topics today that could be sensitive to listeners around anxiety and depression. Mary Mendoza is an incredible teacher and role model who has started a movement around music and mental health. I felt so grateful that she was willing to share her story because I believe all of us as teachers can have a truly positive impact on the lives of our students. Also, I want to let you know that I do get a little emotional in this call and it might be the first time that I've cried publicly on the podcast. I almost edited it out, but it was such a real raw moment for myself and for Mary, and I want to be fully authentic on the podcast, and I think sharing some of the emotion that I have been through as I've built Teach Music Online is something that listeners need to hear. All of that being said, Mary Mendoza is such a delight. She has had an incredible history as a vocal arts performer, and she now channels her energy and her experience into building a fully online music academy. I know that you are going to learn so much from her, her story, her experience, and how she brings all of it together through her online teaching. Let's dive right into this interview. Mary, welcome to the TMO podcast. I'm so excited you're here. You have a story to share. So thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for having me, Carly. It really is surreal to even be here, Um, but I'm very grateful for the opportunity. So I would love to just go right into sharing with us how music played a role in your life as a young child and how it inspired your music school. Yeah. So the whole reason why I started my music school is because of the impact that music has made in my life. Um, As a child, I was very shy and I had difficulty communicating with others and As I grew up into a teenager, I started to develop anxiety, social anxiety, that I was intimidated to be around people, especially large groups of people, which made it very difficult in high school because you're just surrounded by (laughs) all kinds of people and different personalities. And um, I was so intimidated by people that I actually ate my lunch in the bathroom stall at lunchtime Mm -hmm. and as I grew up into a young adult and going going into college living away from home for the first time I started to experience uh, suicidal depression and throughout that whole journey of my childhood and, and teenagehood 
I, there was one thing that kept me going and it was music. Music, whether it was singing, dancing, writing, writing songs, playing piano, playing guitar. It was music that helped me no matter how hard life got, no matter how lonely I felt, no matter how alienated or lost or confused or not enough that I felt, I would turn to music and music had such a power to uplift myself and to give me the hope and the strength to keep going. And music was my source of it gave me a sense of self-esteem, a sense mm-hmm. of self-confidence, a sense of purpose, and most of all, a sense of emotional resilience. Hence the name Resilient Musicians Academy. That is why I have created or founded this music school because I want to create a space for kids teenagers and even young adults to create a space for Mm -hmm. them to a safe space where they could express themselves and just be themselves and to just have fun and enjoy singing and playing the music that they love and whether or not they choose to pursue music as a career or just as a hobby they Mm -hmm. are they are supporting their mental health in such a deep way. And that's the power of music. And I'm sure, of course, you know the power of music as well when it comes to the impact it makes on our mental health. And Mm -hmm. mental health and music are my two greatest passions. And that is what Resilient Musicians Academy is. It's a combination of both my passions and being not only a music teacher, but a mentor for my students to just be there as some kind of support for them as they go throughout their journey, discovering who they are. Yeah. You have such a high level of awareness because you went through that. And I'm sure you have thought what a blessing and a hard thing you had to go through, but because you went, you had those experiences as a teen, you know what's behind the facade, right? Of a mm-hmm. lot of teenagers where mm-hmm. they are these beautiful women or beautiful girls who appear as happy as can be, mm-hmm. um, but could really be dealing with a lot of mental health. And this is in a, in a world where social media is not unrestricted, right? With most teenagers, it's not monitored. It's not like the level of bullying that happens now for kids, like is just unreal. And, and I think honestly, hard for anyone to avoid, mm-hmm. but learning how to, how to deal, um, and have those outlets I can imagine is huge for teenagers. Right. Yeah. And um, to add to what you said about social media, that didn't exist back then. Back then we had, what did we have? Um, MSN Messenger. Yeah. yeah, So I, I can't even imagine what kids and teens go through nowadays with in this digital age and and being exposed to 
social media and being influenced by what society tells you that you should look like or where you should be in life at a certain age things like that it's I I, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if the the level of anxiety kids and teens have these days is a lot higher than back then. I am so curious um, about back to your story a little bit about you, you know, you dealt with this anxiety, social anxiety in high school, um, but you have a career also as a performer. So what what tools did you really come across and use to kind of get over those and be a performer because I oh mean, gosh. you're in front of people. <laughs> and, and then I guess the, the next question beyond that is how do you give that to your students who deal with that same, right? you know, performing performance anxiety? Right. <laughs> okay. So I always had a love for singing and the, my first singing gig, I believe was at my cousin's 18th birthday and we are Filipino (laughs) and so we have these huge celebrations when we turn 18 it's called a debut Um, and I sang a song at at her debut and it was it was my first performance I was so nervous (laughs) I was so nervous my 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 voice was shaky I sounded like a goat Um, I but but after I was done singing I felt such a thrill that I've never felt before. And actually going back now as a child, I did study piano for about six years, um, starting when I was about six years old. And my teacher entered me into a bunch of piano competitions. And those were so nerve wracking, but I did them anyway. And so I think the lesson for me was I would have these performance opportunities throughout my entire journey. And I would just say yes. Every time I would show up at the gig, I'd be like, why did I say yes to this? I feel so scared. Why do I keep doing this to myself? But every time I'm done performing and I step off that stage, it's it's just, it gives me such adrenaline and mm-hmm. it's it's like I prove myself that oh wait I can do this all that negative thinking that I had prior to this um, mm. was just negative voices that didn't really have an impact on me um, until I stepped on that stage did my thing and then learned that hey I can do this and so I think when it comes to conquering stage fright it is feeling the fear and doing it anyway and thinking of Mm -hmm. thinking of it as a muscle that you're exercising the more that you do it the stronger you become and the more confident you become and Mm -hmm. it may be shaky (laughs) in the beginning but once you just keep doing it you actually become a lot stronger and a lot more confident and I would say that's my number one um, lesson that I've learned in my own journey. And that's, that's what I teach my students too. So it's not an overnight thing. Yeah, it exactly persistence. If there are teachers who want to, you know, be more aware of their students and their, 
and kind of think like next level um, mentorship in a way. How do we as teachers bring some of those elements in without being like, you know, tell me about everything in your life, you know, like okay. <laughs> how, do, how do you incorporate these resilient things? Because I can imagine every mm-hmm. music teacher would love to have that awareness mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and not, it's not just this strict music studio, but this open space, like, and I'm assuming you kind of do it naturally, but are, are there tactics or things you've done to be more, um, intentional about it in your studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I would say for teachers who want to add that kind of uh, personal element where Mm -hmm. they want to um, incorporate teaching emotional resilience and and the impact of music, I would say sharing a little bit about your own personal story Mm -hmm. and just share with your students how music has changed your life could because I'm sure for every music teacher there's got to be at least one little gem in their personal story that they can share with their students that talks about how much music has made a positive difference in their life and actually just yesterday I posted on Instagram this is an example that maybe teachers can can try out, is on Instagram, I posted a picture of me in elementary school. I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old. And I had these like big glasses. And um, I had this, I had this certificate in my hand. And it was on a day where they awarded me for being the most creative student. And in the caption of that post, I talk a little bit about how I was uh, nervous, uh, especially during Mm -hmm. the first week of school, and I was um, just self-conscious and had low self-esteem. But through discovering my love for music uh, and expressing myself creatively, I was able to find my own confidence. And so sharing little things like that actually can help teachers develop a deeper, closer relationship with their students because now the student will see you as not only just a music teacher, but they'll see you as a mentor, a a guide, and they will perceive you as somebody who can be a role model to them and when they look at you they're going to be like oh she is or he is thriving and successful and she's doing so amazing at her age like I can't wait to be like her or him Mm -hmm. I this is she or he is a perfect example of who I can become too if 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 they went through these struggles that I'm currently dealing with right now, then I know that I can get through it. Being vulnerable with a student gives, opens up space for them to share. I think of like any close friendship that you're in or group of people, siblings, parents, a church community, a church group. When you hear someone else share their story, you know, you immediately have empathy for this person because you understand they've been through things that maybe you didn't realize or know, but then it, it makes me 
more willing to share something with them um, versus like this relationship where someone is here and the other person's here mm-hmm. and then like there's no equalizer, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. The moment you share something that's, and it's not everybody is comfortable to share something so personal, especially when it comes to their mental health, but mm-hmm. And it takes courage to be able to do that. But once you share your story, you'll start to realize how much it's going to help a lot of people. And of course, especially your students too. Yes. And what a great platform. I'm just realizing like, or thinking about you using, you know, social media to share just a a snippet. It's not this like big, long story, years and years of this and that. It's just, yeah here's a photo. Here's the back end of that photo. And here's a kind of a takeaway. And teachers have those stories from performances and Mm -hmm. being nervous backstage or being with a, with somebody who's coaching them through it and how that helped them. Right. Like all of those stories, we don't talk about this much, but those really are great pieces of social media. I'd love to hear what your studio looks like right now. Are you teaching in-person and online voice and piano like what does it consist of at the moment yeah so uh, I do teach voice piano and guitar and songwriting wow and and performance coaching oh my (laughs) and I mainly teach online but I do offer in-person lessons upon request but yes online is my main um, way of teaching these days. And tell me where you live. You're, I know you're located on the East. Toronto, East. Toronto, Ontario, okay. Canada. Did you have an in-person studio there and switch them online or did you move there and keep your students or how did that transition happen? I started this music school during the pandemic and it was all online from the very beginning. Well, you're in the right community with Teach Music Online. I know, I know. (laughs) And I'm so, so grateful, Carly, for TMO. It was, I remember when I came across your Facebook ad and what was, what you said in the caption just really spoke to me. It really resonated with what I needed at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was really quite surprised that there was this whole community around the world that are teaching online music lessons as well. And it was so comforting to know that, oh, wow, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not doing Mm -hmm. this alone. And just everything that you are providing us in your program has been so helpful. And it has taken my business to a whole new level from from say I don't updating my my policy on my website to mm-hmm. um just so many things getting a, a second camera um also knowing my worth I think that was the biggest takeaway I've gotten from TMO so far is getting into the right mindset and being confident in who I am and what I have to offer. And even for that alone, I'm so grateful for, mm. for, for learning my value. And just a message to anyone listening who hasn't joined TMO yet, 
I feel that in my own experience, even if you just need help to get into the right mindset and building the confidence mm-hmm. to know that, yes, you can, you can start your own online business. You can start your own music school academy and be successful. It's going to be so worth it to join TMO <laughs> just to get you to realize that you are worth it. Thank you so much. I love hearing that that was your biggest takeaway because I think so many teachers we're, I mean, it's normal to feel that you aren't like that is the normal human brain to feel the imposter syndrome, to feel Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as these teachers. I don't have enough education or experience and the list goes on. And that is the magic of having a community of people that can show you the way and say, look, it is possible mm-hmm. and you have all you need to do this. It doesn't, you don't have to create or go buy, or, I mean, it's just like find a corner of your house yes, <laughs> and get a device yes, and we can make this happen for you. And I'm so happy that that is a message that came across to you early on in your membership. That's so good. And it just feels so surreal that I'm having a conversation with you right now, because I remember, (laughs) (laughs) I think I was asked to be um, on the podcast interview with you. This was months ago. And back then, I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. (laughs) But no, I think um, you've made me very comfortable and you you've helped me become more confident in myself. So thank you. Oh, that makes me so happy. And I, what keeps me going is knowing that it's one teacher at a time, but then each teacher is now able to help how many students, like the, the effect that something can have on people. And mm-hmm. it's been so fun to see teachers confidently move online, confidently teach, but not just teach, like become these mentors in in front of a screen. Like, mm-hmm. and, yes. and, it's, and it's just as effective as we yes. are when we're in person. Yes. And just a message to any online teachers or any teachers who, who want to start their own online music school, um, to know that you will find your ideal students who want to take online. There is, there are people out there all over the world who actually prefer online lessons. And so just, just be patient in the journey. It might feel a little slow, especially in the beginning, but you will find your people. You will find your tribe. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. One last question, mm-hmm. and I, I'd i love to hear if you have any stories or feedback from parents with studio success or online lesson success or just being a friend, instructor to these students. Is there a student that stands out to you um, mm. that you've really enjoyed working with? Oh, gosh. <laughs> They're all my favorites. <laughs> I know. It's hard to choose one, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where do I? Well, one thing that really stands out to me right now is at my first student concert, um, I did a little speech 
about why I started my music school. And I dove a little bit into my personal story where I talked about my experience with anxiety and depression. And I had I had video being recorded as I was doing the speech, but in the video was a mom and her daughter, which is one of my students. And when I was talking about my personal story, I saw the mom put her hand on her her daughter's shoulder as i could tell it was it was as if the mom was telling her hey like you see like she's she's going through the same things that you're going through right now and look at her she's she's playing music and she's performing and she's gotten over the fear of of stage fright and you can do that too and i just it all I, I could tell that that is what she was telling her her child and of course I didn't realize this was happening until I got home and then I and I saw the video footage and it just really wow. it really touched me it wasn't a verbal testimonial but just mm-hmm. that motion of her putting her hand on, on her daughter's shoulder it just uh it just it was everything it was everything to me and uh oh my gosh oh well you are doing you're doing an incredible job Mary like I can see it in your face in your eyes and how you talk about your studio and your experience like what the effort that you are putting in to create this movement like it's a movement it's not just a come and go thing like I'm so proud of you and what you've done and what you've built and like on the days when it's like we get the the mean email or the like disgruntled father or mother, <laughs> which happens once or twice a year, like yeah, just remember that that story. Like remember that everything you've experienced in your life, I feel like, has come to this point where you can now use that to bless others. And what a gift! Like what a, what a gift that you've been given. And I just, I'm so grateful to know you. Well, thank you so much, Carly. That means so much to me. You're welcome. <laughs> now I'm glad too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a crying Honestly, party like, now. <laughs> it is. And you know, it's just so fun for me, like to meet a teacher in Toronto, like Aww. who found me randomly online. Like, cause I, creating TMO is, it has been such a journey for me and like not an easy one. Um, and at times even I'm like, you know, I even have moments of, is anybody listening? Like, does anybody realize what can be, you know, the career that they can have because I've seen it and I've experienced it. And it's my passion to help teachers realize their potential and then give them the tools to make it possible because it's one thing to realize it and to see other people doing it, mm-hmm. but it's another to do it yourself. Like it's a lot of work. It is a, a whole lot of work yeah. that I don't want teachers to have to do on their own. So I'm just, I'm just so happy to, to get to see that for you. <laughs> oh my goodness, Carly, you are such an, an angel <laughs> from heaven. You are, I just want to also say that just thank you for finding the, the courage to even start your start teach music online i'm sure you've you've come across a lot of hurdles uh starting out and and having doubts in the beginning just as everybody else does but i'm just so 
grateful that you you fought through those hardships and did it anyway mm -hmm. and look at all the people that you're helping all around the world I just I'm just I I'm just forever thankful for your existence <laughs> oh you are so nice you are so sweet and your students and us and we all are thankful for yours as well so so good to meet you and I'm gonna link all of your links in our show notes and below the video so that anybody that wants to learn more about how you've created this academy can get to know you and reach out if they have any more questions. But thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm sure it's going to inspire a lot of others. Thank you so much, Carly, for having me. Thanks again to Mary for being willing to share her story with me on this episode. It really is so fun for me to get to have these in-depth conversations with Teach Music Online members and hear how their career has been impacted by the Teach Music Online courses and community. I hope that her story inspired you to incorporate some more emotional resilience into your teaching, whether it's group classes, courses, in-person teaching, or online teaching. All of our students need to have mentors who are aware of them and their needs. So I hope that it inspired you as it did for me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. I know what little time you have to learn what you need to be successful. This is why I created the Teach Music Online membership, the only membership dedicated to helping online studio owners thrive. Here, you'll find courses, group coaching, and community, all designed to save you time and help your business grow. Whether you're hoping to create more engaging lessons, grow a waitlist, create passive income, or build a new website, we have exactly what you need. And now you can also get online teaching certified with our certification course. Join us today and cancel anytime. To learn more, go to teachmusic.online and I can't wait to see you there.